Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Lisa Dove Washington. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much. That was a wonderful introduction. You're so welcome. Listen, please introduce yourself to our listening audience. Well, my name is Lisa Dove Washington, and I kind of been tagged the media entrepreneur. I am a best-selling author, as a matter of fact, a best-selling um, international author. I'm also um, the founder of Dove Style Magazine. I am the founder of my own publishing company, Touched by Dove Publishing, and I also have my own craft business called Touched by a Dove. And we just started a new business with my partner, Shariva Smith, called DSM Media. So I'm all about media. Wow, that is awesome. I was getting ready to say, wait a minute, you wear a whole lot of hats. <laughs> um, so you have your new book that just came out recently. What is the title of the book? And um, tell us a little bit about what it's about. Well, I, I just released the very first book in my new children's book series that's called Cam Capers Children's Book Series, and the name of the book is When Gigi Meets Cam, The Unyielding Love of a Grandmother. Oh, that is so neat. That is so neat. Um, your target audience, who is your target audience for your book? So I really want all, you know, everyone to, to, to take a look at the book. It's really a family, um, you know, book. So it's for the younger people. It's for the moms. It's for the dads. It's for grandparents especially. Um, but the book is actually to highlight the, the relationship between grandmothers and grandbabies. Um, I think a lot of times we talk about children um, and their moms and dads, but we forget about the relationship between grandparents. So this was kind of my legacy project for my family um, to kind of um, follow the journey of me and my grandson and all of the fun things that happen in life um, dealing with your grandbabies because, as we know, when you have grandbabies, the rules kind of change sometimes. The children, your children don't get the same rules that the grandbabies got sometimes. We're a little more soft on them. So this was just kind of capturing all those fun things. Wow. So what um, actually inspired you to write uh, your book? Well, I, as a young person, I always wanted to have a children's book, and initially I wanted my daughter to illustrate them. Um, but we kind of missed that mark. My daughter is now over 30, so we didn't quite make that goal happen. But what happened was when I started my own um, publishing company, I realized, okay, so I have a grandbaby, so I wanted to re-enter that, you know, that particular goal I had, and I decided I wanted to continue and do my children's book and actually make it a series that follows our journey. And that's, um, it was really my grandson who kind of inspired me because he's such a huge personality. Um, so I'm, I'm loving just the connections with him. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put him in this book, and it's going to be all about him. Wow. And, look, I'm always saying wow, because the more I um, listen to the different authors and listening to you, it's so much, um, you know, just love in writing and the love and the time that you take in writing. How long did it actually take you to write this children's book? Um. It did 
didn't take me long to write it, maybe um, a few weeks. Um, and that's just because I kept going back and forth and saying what did I want to say because I could write for I could write forever about all of the adventures we've had thus far and he's only about to be turned um, he's about to turn two in April um, but there's so much I'm actually behind with the writing because he's growing so fast um, so it's becoming a little easier for me to write them because of course sh- children's books are a little shorter um, and because I can be wordy sometimes. I really um, can write a lot more than I need in the book, which is a good thing when you're doing children's books because I can cut it off because I can easily write quite a bit about our antics. But um, the children's books are so short that that's probably a good space for me to be in. So it didn't take me that long, and I actually have two more that I'm working on to add to the collection. That is so neat. Now, you were saying legacy because I definitely um, believe in leaving a legacy. So do you believe that it is very important for us as, you know, parents, grandparents, to definitely leave a legacy for our children? Absolutely. Um, That's really what this book project was all about. Um, I noticed that my grandson loves books, um, which, you know, I really connected to. So I thought that writing this book about him when he grows up, he'll realize that this whole series was about his life. So it actually will kind of journal his life for him. Um, And as he gets older, he'll be able to read these stories and know all about what he did as a child that he may not be able to remember. And in addition to that, I wanted to pass on the legacy of reading books of writing, Um, and I'm hoping that with the publishing company that is something that's a love of his that possibly I could pass down to him um, where he doesn't have to do all of that background work and he can pick this up and continue it on well past my time. So um, I am definitely in that legacy lane, and I think it's important. I think we um, kind of encourage these children when we leave legacies that they have something to look forward to, and it's still uh, kind of circling the family, so the fact family's name still stays alive. I think that means something to them as they get older, and they don't have to start from scratch, so it's like they just can make this grow even further and match the times that they will live in. Yes, and you know what? You and I definitely are on the same page, you know, about legacy and about the publishing company. Um, goal is to um, pass it on to my daughters, and, you know, they pass it on to their children. But um, to have something in the family that they can say, you know, this came from my family, and it started within my family, and they can carry it on. Um, Ultimately, what do you want readers to gain from reading your children's book, if you could name three things? Let's see. So I do want people to get back to the basics with family. I think that we've gotten away from that. Um, Everybody's kind of doing their own thing, um, and we're not bringing the family back together. So I'm hoping that books like this will bring the family back together. It's one of those books where you can read it with the family in the same room um, and just smile and laugh and just enjoy these moments. So I want families to kind of grow closer together. That's one thing. The other thing is the importance of grandparents in our children's lives. Um, I think we've lost that as well, but grandparents play a huge role, um, especially nowadays because a lot of grandparents are raising their grandbabies, Um, and that's not how it was back in the day, but because we're raising some of these children, um, 
because of, you know, circumstances or what have you, um, I think that we need to understand the importance and give credit where credit is due. Grandmas have a lot to do with what goes on with our children's lives, and so do grandfathers, um, and, and as well, aunts and uncles. So family is a dynamic, so it kind of ties into the first one. Family is such an amazing dynamic. I think we don't take advantage of the connections within family. Um, so I'm hoping that those two things will bring everybody back together. The other part of it is I like the old school books. So I made this hard copy on purpose. Um, because as I move forward in the Cam Capers children's book series, I want to interact with the kids. I mean, I think, I know it's cliche, but our children are our future, and we need to spend more time pouring into them and finding out what gets them excited, what gets them excited to learn. So I'm kind of not a teacher physically, but a teacher at heart. So part of what I want people to gain from this book is, not only the family connections and the importance of grandparents, but to also learn new things, um, learn about um, – we talk – we'll have a book where we talk about Camden's uh, palate as far as what he eats and, you know, how children um, – it's important, you know, it's important that they have um, – a great palate. They love to eat vegetables and, and fruits and things like that. Nowadays, kids are like, I don't want that. I don't want that. Um, but we have to do those kind of things so that when these children grow up, they can experience life in a whole different way. And it's not just all about hamburgers and hot dogs, but they learn to love, you know, asparagus or spinach and, and those kind of things because I think that helps to make them well-rounded um, as they grow up. So that's something, too, that I want this series to start to you know, pull into pull into those kind of things that we don't think about. Um, but every book I want to be a teaching tool. So those are kind of the three things that I want people to get out of it. That is so, so, so nice because I, I just remember you and I talking about your um, children's book getting ready to come out. And that has always been a, um, I want to say, something that I want to tap into and I have information, or I've written down a few things, but to actually hear, you know, um, you know how you're putting it all together and the reason why you wrote the book and the reasons why um, what you want the readers to gain from it is really, really awesome. And I do thank you so much for sharing. What, um, if you could name three things right now, what would you say you are most thankful for? Hmm. Okay. Um, I actually, I'm thankful for a whole lot of things, but I am actually thankful for being a grandmother. A Gigi is actually my nickname. I absolutely love being a Gigi. Um, being a grandparent is such a blessing, and I am absolutely grateful and most thankful for just the opportunity. Camden is actually my second grandson. I, my first grandson only lived for three weeks. Um, but, you know, I think he came for a reason. God, He was God-sent, definitely, and he's our guardian angel forever. But um, I think that I am even more grateful for Camden being here and her first son, my daughter's um, first son, Khalil, being in heaven. Um, so I'm surrounded with love. Um, children's love and grand being a grandparent is such a different kind of love. So that I'm grateful for. And I'm, I'm grateful for, actually, I'm, I know this sounds a little, but I'm grateful for being alive considering what we've been going through um, in 2020. I am so grateful for the fact that I can even talk to you today 
because there are a lot of people that aren't with us anymore that because of the COVID and things like that, um, you know, we lost them, you know, way too early. And, you know, it reminded me that life is not promised. So um, the other part or the other thing that I'm grateful for is that um, all of the gifts that God has given me, I've, you know, had some conversations with him over the last year. And I was, you know, I was slacking. I wasn't doing what I think he had, you know, poured into me to do. And so this past year has given me the opportunity to really push out those gifts. And I'm so grateful for what he's given me. Um, And part of that is because now I'm using them. So I'm seeing more than I ever knew I could even do or think of. Um, And that's because I tapped into my spiritual side and understood that, hey, he's been giving me quite a few things. I just hadn't been using them. So I'm grateful for the the eye-opening experiences that we've had that tapped into my gifts, and now I'm using them. So for all of that, I'm grateful. That is such a blessing, such a blessing. People don't really understand when God has poured into you and then he has given us this opportunity to be able to create things. It's, it's, it's just like out of this world. Do you believe that your faith has inspired you to um, continue to write or to write? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, it's everything to me. I think, you know, even when we think about we can't do this, I think that my faith has grown quite a bit, and it's allowed me to stop questioning, you know, whether I should, and if it's dropped into my spirit to just go for it. Um, And I think that's what – and that's all faith to me. Um, I've had the faith to just try, to just do it. Um, But I do um, kind of give that to me um, shutting my mouth a little bit and starting to listen um, because he's always talking to us, but a lot of times we're not listening. Um, And I think the faith that we're going to be okay, we're going to get through this, or that whatever happens is God's will, um, that has has helped me to start to move in my creative juices and um, instead of moving scared, I'm just, I'm moving in in the direction that he would have me go and it feels good. Wow. So do you have anyone in your life that was um, influential in you deciding, and I would say deciding to become a writer or deciding to become an author? Well, that's a good question, Allison. Actually, (laughs) Believe it or not, since I've been younger, I have always been fascinated with journalism. My minor in college was um, communications, um, and I was an English major. So writing has always been something I've loved to do. Um, And I used to love to watch really some of my motivation and who's been influential are those women who were newscasters and news anchors and things like that. I love the art of um, interviewing people, writing their stories. Um, All of that has been something that has inspired me over the years. So it's kind of funny how God, you know, he knows what he's doing Um, and all of those things that I kind of wished I could do or admired that influenced me back when I was younger and didn't have a clue, you know, what that was about. Um, I am doing a lot of those things. Um, and so those those women back then always influenced me, but I will say that my mom 
has always been my biggest influence, and that's because she's always let me know that whatever I set my mind to, I can do it and do it well. Um, So I give a lot of that to my mother because who I am today is a direct reflection of who she is as a woman. And I'm proud to say that I like who I am, um, and that's that's because of my mama. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a blessing, such a blessing. Um, Another question for you, and I I was looking at this, and um, I have down here, finish my sentence. My writing Mm -hmm. offers the following legacy to my future readers. Hmm, okay, so my writing offers the following legacy to my future readers. It offers um, an opportunity, um, a chance to shine in your greatness, um, a chance to write your story. Um, I just think that that's what I want my legacy, whether it's the magazine or the publishing company or the online show, whatever it is, I I want my legacy for future readers to be able to go out there and do what they've always wanted to do. If you want to write, if you want to, you know, be a journalist, if you whatever you want to be, um, you know, pour that, pour into that, do that. Don't let people discourage you. Um, so I, I want my legacy to remind readers that not only can you write, if you have a love for reading, take a chance. Some people who are readers think that they can't write. If you have a love of reading, then you probably can put that pen to that paper and create some marvelous things. So I want my legacy to, um, I want the legacy of what I do to offer everyone the opportunity to know that you can do it. You You can do anything you set your mind to. Yes. Yes, that that was really good. So what advice would you give um an inspire an inspiring writer that would need help to finish their pro- project? And let me tell you why I said that is because a lot of times people start writing but they never finish. So what advice would you give someone that um I guess in the publishing world we call it stuck. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. You know, um, and and it's happened to me. There are books that I still haven't completed um, that I started probably 10 years ago. Um, But what I would tell, and and a lot of times when I try to um, tell people what happens when you get that stuck, because that's exactly what happens, that I try to do things, um, I step away from my writing a lot of times, even sometimes years later. I step away from it, do something different, but I never lose sight of the fact that that's what I want to do or that's the story that I want to tell. So I try to tell people that don't lose sight of it. Don't don't bury it so deep that you never go back to it. But keep it on that list, you know, um, and I know sometimes people would tell you to write lists and don't put anything on there that you feel like you won't be able to reach in because it should come off by a certain time. And I don't necessarily believe that. If you want to write a book, or you want to write a chapter in something, or you want to do something, keep it on the list. You might mark out everything else on your list and never get to it, but it needs to stay in your forefront because I have walked back to things that years ago I started and never finished, but because I kept it in my, you know, visual presence, I I made notes to myself, remember to do this. And I did it for a long time. I did it for years sometimes. But when you go back, because it's going to hit you when it hits you, 
and you don't want to lose that moment. The most frustrating moment is when you thought of something, you know it was a good idea, but because you didn't write it down and you didn't keep track of it, you lost it, and it keeps coming. You know, you'll get those reminders, but it won't be clear enough that you can go back and jump on top of it. So I just tell people to, to, to don't lose sight of it, but sometimes it's okay to walk away from it. Just go back. Make sure you go back. That's the real, that's the real key. Go back. If you, if you wanted to do this and it's something that's important to you and it keeps popping in your head, that means that it's something about that that is still there for you. If it doesn't pop back in your head, it probably wasn't for you anyway. So that is such good advice. And listen, um, Sometimes when I'm on interviews, um, I'll get that question asked to me, and I'll tell them, you know, I have um, several books that are ready to be published, but I really haven't finished them yet, but I just put it to the side, but it's still in my vision gate. I mean, it's still there. Yes. I haven't had that uh to kind of like, I guess, finish it and, um, you know, get it to where I want it, but... I still have um, books that are that I've written and I've just put to the side, and I'll, I'll go back to it. But right now, you know, as God is blessing you, you're constantly moving and doing other things. But because, like you, you know, our heart and our desire is in writing, we're going to go back to it. So, listen, I wanted you to um, share some information about your media company that you just started, and I forgot the young lady's name you said, but I thought that was so um, so neat. So I wanted to get you to talk about that a little bit. Sure. Um, we're excited about it. Um, Shariva Smith is my partner, and um, we started DSM Media. And what we do with DSM Media is we noticed that there was a need um, for people who have podcasts and people who have online shows that stream on Facebook and StreamYard and YouTube and things like that. We wanted to be able to make it an easy um, process for them. A lot of people want to do certain things, but they don't know the detailing of it, what goes into it. So we like to create that backdrop, that podcast cover, or that overlay that you need when you're doing a StreamYard show. And then we add a little flair with the commercial because I have an online show called Lunch with Lisa, and we added commercials. Um, and we actually design those commercials. We use a few um, we use a few companies to create those commercials, but we want to add some energy and get people hyped. And it's a whole it's a whole nother way of being. It's almost like recreating a, t- a television show, um, but it's online. Um, we all can't be on TV necessarily, but we all have things that we want to share, and we like presentation. So we've created um, a business where we offer those kind of packages to people who are interested in putting on their own show. We even offer um, the service behind stage so that when you go do your show and you go live, you don't have to worry about all of those things that happen behind the scenes because we're behind there making it happen. So we've actually even brought on a client that starts her show in April, and we're going to be creating all of her backdrops and um, her intro and her outro video as well as the commercial and things, and we're putting that together, and when she goes live, we'll handle the back end so she just is able to talk or invite her um, her her audience um, to come and see her and her guests, and we manage everything from behind the scenes. So we noticed that there was a need for that, So and we, we enjoy what we're doing. We love making these videos. Um, so that's what we started to do, and we're getting some really good coverage. We even do social media management, 
where we handle your posts for you through the month so that you don't have to worry about that. And we use our creative juices to kind of get you more followers and um whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, we engage with the audience um, or the people who are following you on your pages, and we do posts that will pull them in to follow you, not only follow you, but bring you some business. And we've done a great job with that so far. So, I mean, our clients range from people who have their own catering companies to people who are starting their own um, podcasts or shows to talk about um tips on life lessons and and all those kind of things. So that's what we're getting into, and we are having a great time doing it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, um, I was on yesterday when your company hosted, um, God, what's it, Step Into Your Leadership with um, Dr. Jennifer Bryant. And, um, well, I guess I did know it was you because of the, um, the hosting part of everything. But to actually see it come to pass, um, your company did a great job. So I just want to give some kudos to that because I was like, hey, wait a minute. So, well, um, actually, that- we didn't handle that. Dr. Jennifer did most of that. I just hosted. Um, but um, she actually, she had a DJ come on, and she had her co-authors come on. Um, they have come on my show, Luncheon with Lisa. They actually will be on my show on Thursday. But I can't take credit for the background. Um, she did an amazing job, but I did host it um, and just introduce her guests and bring them on and just keep the flow of the show. We had a wonderful time. Um, but, yeah, it's those kind of things that DSM Media will also help people do to get their events off track, and we handle um, we actually have some people that will help us with the Zoom and everything because um, I have a conference coming up soon. I, when I won't say conference, it's a symposium. But, yes, we're going to um, – those are the kind of things that DSM Media wants to get more into because some people don't want to get into the details of that. They're like, I just want to get on there, talk, do my thing, and then say uh-huh. goodbye. So that's what we're there for. <laughs> well, but I'll just say, well, you did an awesome job um, hosting. So- Thank you. So um, I wanted to ask you another question um, about your book, and I think you may have answered this. Are you in the process of um, writing a new book at this time? And I think you were saying you were working on um, your series from the children's book. Yes, I actually have two more books that are coming into the Cam Capers Children Book Series. The next one, because I think that we don't give um, enough recognition to uncles, Um, uncles are always in our families, but we rarely talk about them. We talk about the auntie, and we talk about granddaddy and grandma, um, and even friends and things, but we rarely talk about the uncles. So what I'm doing is my next book is going to be Big Cam, Little Cam, and the reason for that is because my grandson's name is Camden, which is spelled K-A-M-D-E-N, but my son, who is 22, um, his name is Cameron, and that's C-A-M-E-R-O-N, but their nicknames are the same, except for one is spelled with a C and one spelled with a K. Um, And although my son was a little in his feelings in the beginning, like I'm the only Cam, um, I had to break it to him that, yes, you are the only Cam with a C, but now we have little Cam with a K. And they have the best relationship. When he comes home from college to visit, 
Um, that's the person who does all the silly things with you that the parents are not going to do. Um, so, you know, I love the uncle position in the family, and I think we don't pay enough, enough attention to that. So the next book is actually already written, and I'm going with um, moving through the illustrations and things. And then the next one is actually the other one I've I almost finished and getting ready to go um, complete is about Cam's favorite things. Um, because I want this to be a more interactive book where um, the children get to explain what their favorite things are. I know Cameron lo- Camden, my grandson, loves applesauce. He even has an applesauce dance. So I want to capture that in these books and get these children to start talking about all the things that they love. So those are the two books that are coming up, including a coloring book that I'm working on. So I'm excited about it. Wow, that is so neat. I see you are just moving. Listen, I want to, um, if the listening audience wanted to get a um, copy of the first book, where would you like for them to go? I know I always tell people, I know you can go on Amazon, but I love for the authors to give out their, um, you know, their social information, social media information, so that they can go there first. Absolutely. They can actually go to my website, lisadovewashington.com, and get the, a copy. Um, normally if they go to my website, we can actually autograph it. And I try to make sure me and Camden autograph the book because it just is fun. Um, but they can also go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Walmart has now picked up the book. Um, so those are the other areas that they can go to to get. Um, when Gigi meets Cam, they can get it in hard copy or they can download a copy. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, Share with us your um, latest upcoming events or if you have something you would like to share. Okay, so um, real quick, because I want to make sure everybody – can have time to go get that ticket, right? So I have an event coming up called the Power of Shut Up Symposium. Um, And what I'm working on, I have a book that was called The Power of Shut Up, which is my first book, but I am republishing that book under my publishing company. So it's The Power of Shut Up, um, a second edition. And this has been the motivation for this event where I think nowadays people have been so quick to kind of pop off and say whatever comes to their mind. And what I'm trying to get the message out to people is that we have to be very um, cautious with how we use our words and what we say, not only to other people, but to ourselves. Um, We've seen in 2020 that words can cause people to hate um, and hurt others. Um, So we need to, to use our words wisely. Words have so much power, and I think we've become very reckless with the way we speak to one another and the way we speak on these kind of platforms. Um, We should all be responsible for what we say. So we have some wonderful guests that are going to be speaking, um, and I have an awesome team um, that are helping me to put this together. We have Mark Clark, who's going to be one of the speakers. um, A lot of people know Mark Clark from he has a a Mark Clark at Noon um, show, and him and his wife, um, Allison Seymour, who's been on Fox 5 News, they have some a media company. We also have Prince DeJour, which I know a lot of people might have remembered from BET. He's going to be a speaker. We have Dana Hutchinson, who's the um, – she is the chief and editor 
of Dove Style Magazine and Victoria Holland, which is the Elevated Motivator. She's a master coach and with the awesome host, Sean Mason, who is going to bring all the energy and fun to the experience and myself. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's April 24th from 10 to 3, and you can go to Eventbrite and get yourself a ticket. And we have tons of giveaways, awesome giveaways, and we also have a special musical guest that I have not announced yet, but on April 1st I will announce that musical guest. So it's going to be a fun-filled day, um, and it's well worth the ticket. So I encourage everybody to go get their ticket and be in the room. We're going to talk some serious stuff, but it's only for the strong now. you got to be able to handle the conversation because we get real, and we got to check ourselves on some things. So check us out. Okay, okay. Um, so say the name again and the date. Um, the, the name of the event is the Power Shut Up Symposium, and it's on April 24th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The tickets are available on Eventbrite. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. As we get ready to close, what would you like to leave with your listening audience, words of wisdom? Hmm. Okay, so I'm probably going to keep it really simple. Um, My words of wisdom are, I think I probably said it previously, but um, I'm going to go by what I've um, had to work through. But, I mean, you have to um, keep going. Um, Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Um, Don't worry about what the person next to you is doing. Um, I, I, I I like to tell people my words of wisdom are probably really simple and simplistic, but it's to keep pushing that play. Sometimes we slow down, but don't stop. Um, it's okay to take a break. It's okay, it's okay to rest, um, but don't lose sight of whatever that goal is um, and, keep, and keep going. Just never give up. Thank you. Thank you so much for those words of wisdom, and thank you so much for um, being an awesome guest. On behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us. Wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.